0: Hello, Rebecca here. This is another bonus episode preview featuring the one and only Oscar Montoya, where we talk all things video games. Uh, You'll hear about the first 15, 20 minutes here, and to hear the rest of the episode and to watch the full video of the interview, head over to patreon.com slash how the fuck. Enjoy. Hi there, love of my life. Hi. Hello, thank you so much oh for doing a bonus episode of How the Fuck With Me.
1: Listen, thank you so much for asking me to do this. I had so, I mean, you know the conversation we had last time was mm-hmm. next level, like straight up, like truly so amazing.
0: Our convo like was so good
1: but I, I, I think you just have a superpower. You just like know how to talk to people.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: and that's the magic of, of your podcast. You like, just you're like, you're like innate curiosity about other people is what makes people confide in you. And like, you're, you're also so candid about yourself and your own experiences that you allow people to go with you do you know what I mean
0: yeah that's so nice of you to say oh my gosh it's the truth
1: and like yeah honestly like you're it's so great and like the feedback that I've gotten from that episode of Mm -hmm. uh your pod people have reached out to me and like it's been so amazing Ah, it's It's honestly great you're doing so happy you're killing it
0: I uh I think that might be my purpose in life is like to to connect with people on an, in an authentic way and then share that. Um, whether that's via podcast, via acting, via writing. I'm working on documentary right now via that. Like, you know, I think that might be my purpose, y'all. I might have figured did it you, out.
1: Did you, oh, you didn't always know that though, right? Like, what was the moment where you were like, boom, I no. think this might be it?
0: Oh, um, hmm, 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 hmm. Pro- probably during quarantine, pro- during the pandemic. Um like yeah pretty much pretty much during the pandemic half like halfway through the number of episodes we I have now on this um I was like maybe around the time when me and you had our episode actually start things Mm. just started to sort of make more sense and um and feel good and like I finally because I had a really hard time I don't know if you experienced this but like I have had and still have sometimes a hard time experiencing joy. Like I have a hard time letting myself experience joy um, fully. And um, recently, you know, after a a friend of mine passed away recently, after that happened, I was so rocked um, Mm -hmm. that it really knocked me into the present moment. And... Allowed me to to recognize what joy is, and then slowly allow myself to feel it. Do you have a problem? Do you have a? Does that resonate with you? Like allowing yourself to experience joy.
1: It's so weird. I I think with the pandemic, that's exasperated that feeling. I, I I think, um, because of the current situation that we live in politically, socially, racially. I'm having a very hard time processing joy and um, experiencing my personal joy and um, sacrificing that with like a community hurting that's happening, mm-hmm. do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of times where it's that sense of guilt, it's the guilt, it's mm-hmm. the guilt. And like I've had, I'm, I'm I'm pretty, I don't wanna like assume things, but like I'm pretty sure because I've had friends who've passed away, mm-hmm. um, there's that, Unexpectedly, you know, mm-hmm. there's that like very bizarre thing of like, I don't want to let go of them and their memories, but like I have to keep living, <laughs> you know. So I, I just like have to, um, and, and there's a little bit of guilt there, like yeah. of just like I, I, I want to honor their lives. I want to like mourn. I want to give them. The respect that they deserve i i like miss them terribly um but then it's like, like i i just can't be in the spiral for the rest of my life it's so easy to be plugged into that and sink deeper into that um and yeah it's i and I, attached to that i think like because the world is just getting sick and like we're we're in a weird state of like hurt mm-hmm. i'm st- i feel that way as well of like oh man like i there's really nothing to be joyful about really when you think of it in a macroscope. Right. Um, you have to remember, you have to remember the the little things that give you joy because like that joy is contagious. I feel like you have that power. And I I know that I have that power as well, that it's like, if you exude joy, people find that really contagious and they like draw a lot of power from that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so hard. It's, it's so, it's an impossible time because it's been a year plus of loss, right? Mm. Like of all different types of loss and it's very palpable and yeah, I, I've been very lucky in that recently I have been able to plug into that joy and, um,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and things just look and feel different. And, you know, I know that I'm just in a, good spell right now right I know that this isn't permanent everything changes with time everything ebbs and flows but I'm going to try to allow myself to feel joy the days I do feel joy instead of going you shouldn't feel joy you know um because inevitably that will happen I, I will go there like but let it just in due time let's not guilt ourselves now let's just wait until the oh my God. the disaster happens that will eventually happen
1: it's so funny as human beings we are so not present we are absolutely no. not present we are constantly we are constantly worried about the future and then feeling guilty about future feelings mm-hmm. and then dreading that negative feeling like if we live our lives in that like weird marker of like okay i'm happy now but oh my gosh i know mm-hmm. the other shoe's gonna drop Oh, now it's affecting my present, the future, the potential future that might never arise is affecting my present. And now I'm in a really negative headspace. It's like, oh, man, why do humans are instinctively just. I don't know, like, I think wired to. For doom, I think.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I and it if is- it's not the future we're thinking of, it's the past we're it's thinking past. of. Mm-hmm. And it's never in the present. And even in even when I used to think I was in the present, I'm like, oh, I'm so in the moment right now. I, w- I, wa- I know now that I wasn't because I do know what it feels like now after losing someone. And then it's like, oh, cool. So then it has to take someone dying for me to be present? That's not great either. Like, how can I cultivate the sense of being present without the death of
1: someone? I know. And it's something so jarring that will, like, shake you out of your, like, headspace like a death or like a political right rising you know right um and we we can't rely on external factors to like determine our happiness mm-hmm. like joy has to come from within it has to you know because yeah. you, you know let's be candid at this moment the world is going to try its darnest to get you to that negative space all the time all the time you know if you rely on outside sources to bring you happiness i'm i'm sorry to break it to y'all but that's not gonna happen.
0: No, 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 no.
1: It's got to You've got to reach down deep within to like find that joy because you can't rely on the world to give you that joy.
0: And it's so hard. It's so hard, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's possible. I know it because I have felt it in certain moments, not all the time, right? Not as often as I'd like, but (laughs) I have felt it. So I know that it's, something to aspire to right Um, the trick
1: is to consistently feel that way to find a way to harness that right
0: right I don't know how to do it but I do Mm -hmm. know the best thing right now for me is when I'm having a good day to not like bludgeon myself about not make myself feel guilty about it instead yes just allow Mm -hmm. myself to feel the joy and then let it just let it be there um
1: it's so easy to to feel guilty about any inch of self-happiness is
0: everybody (laughs) like that is everybody like that that's what I want to know I'm always like is it me
1: is it most people I I tend to think that a lot of people who are like so yeah because there are people who are so I I don't think we're these kind of people at all (laughs) there's so many people that exist in this like positive space that's sort of like self-gassing that's like I'm the best creature that's ever existed right I'm you know what I mean like I'm amazing you know like we are the op- I think we're the opposite of that actually <laughs> 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 and, and to me I'm just curious of like do you is it like you do you manifest that and then you convince yourself that, that is the reality or do you like honestly believe that and have right. always believed that right right because I'm like woof. must be must be nice
0: I know must be nice must um be nice. Well, thanks for chatting with me. I love that <laughs> intro already. Um, we are talking about video games, no? Yes. Is that what we're fucking talking about? Speaking horror, personal horror toy. specific video yes. games. Yes. Great. Yes, yes. I just well, interviewed a streamer, a Twitch streamer. Her name is Robin Meadows, and she is a horror streamer on Twitch and YouTube, and uh, she is so cool. And yeah. I love her. Um, so if y'all listening are interested in listening to that episode, it's already out. Uh, but, but, tell me, tell me, we need to talk. Well, we yeah, talk. I mean,
1: talk about finding personal joy. I have always, always, always depended <laughs> <laughs> on video games for a source of happiness for me. I, you know, I have. I was raised on video games from an early age. Video games were sort of like my babysitter, you know, like a lot of people Mm -hmm. have like their TV that like took care of them. You know, I had parents that like worked all the time. Um, So I I just like learned how to like take care of myself and video games was always there for me to be like, What was
0: your first console?
1: Okay, so my very first console was a Nintendo, but I got the Nintendo really late. I mean, the Super Nintendo was already out, um, and I didn't have, because I was like, I didn't come to this country till 93, and Mm -hmm. so by that point, the Super Nintendo was already out, but I had a Nintendo, because my parents got it for really cheap, and I had, like, Super Mario Brothers, Mm -hmm. so, like, that was the very first, I mean to go back to yeah. horror video games my very first game that I ever played was a game called monster party and
0: uh I don't know it, you, but
1: you gotta see the box art for it I okay, have to find okay. it for you and send it yeah. to you because it because I, I went to the store I went to Toys R Us and my mom was like you can buy one game and I was like what so I looked <laughs> around and I saw the cartridge for monster party and it's it's so cool. It's very bizarre. The premise of the game is that you are a kid in a softball team. And um, all of a sudden you, you're, you you know, you just finished a game and you're walking back home. And this gargoyle comes from the heavens. And he's like, hey, you have to come to my planet uh, to kill all these monsters. I need your powers. And so he goes to this monster planet and has to fight all the, like the, uh, Dracula mm. and the Boogeyman and a uh, Venus flytrap, very similar <laughs> to Rock, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, and he has a baseball bat to fight these monsters with. And if you power up, you merge with the gargoyle monster to become this superhuman fighting machine. But it is so bananas, so bizarre, and it is one of my favorite. I think that was like the first moment where I was like, yeah, horror video games are is where it's at. Like, Have that-
0: you ever seen someone cosplay that character?
1: No, oh no, no, never. Like it's
0: that would be a good that would be a good costume. It sounds I like mean, with a baseball bat.
1: One hundred percent. But it is such a deep cut. Yeah, I would be very surprised if anyone knew what I was talking about because it is such a deep cut.
0: That's better though. That's even better if that was a, cos- a cosplay. That's costume. true.
1: That's very true. Oh my god! I'm just looking at the box art and it is so freaking funny. <laughs> wait put it Ooh, in the I chat yeah I'm gonna put it in the chat because it's so so funny okay how do I do that Say copy link address yeah I'll do that
0: what happens if I hit this button oh no I don't know how to do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that giant ass link <laughs>
0: oh okay okay okay
1: and then like some of this is like so bizarre.
0: The graphics. Like here's, a still, on the cover. here's a still. Here's a still.
1: I know it's isn't it so great? Some of the stills are wild. I'm going to send you a still.
0: Do it. <laughs> I'm just going to put this in the episode like a little link to it in the episode or whatever oh yeah yeah
1: definitely yeah people need to
0: they need to see it yeah they need to see they need
1: to see this okay now how do I do that (laughs) we're both like what is
0: this how is this oh there we go okay 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 oh wow that's oh I can't even tell what that is (laughs) That looks like like a shrimp tail or something. <laughs> I mean, this is like
1: Nintendo graphics. It's just like bad, bad, gra- just bad graphics.
0: Also, I but I kind of love that it says "Look out, baby."
1: I mean, it's so fu- it's so so freaking funny.
0: That's sexy. Look out, baby. I have no idea what those two things are, but um,
1: so uh, with some weird snail saying, "Look out, baby."
0: oh, that's that's incredible,
1: yeah. And so that was like my very first, my very first love, and I was obsessed with that game. Now, Nintendo games were like really impossible to beat because at the time, um they were Nintendo games were so difficult, so difficult to beat because you wanted to get bang for your buck so a lot of the programmers programmed games to be almost impossible to beat mm. so kids would keep playing it and then they um they didn't have to spend like a lot of money buying a bunch of different games so Nintendo games like, were is that really still different.
0: that way I feel like they want you to buy there's a limited edition there's you can get early access or like different you get a different map or something i don't yep. know that's not exactly I, what it is but it's something no, like that
1: I, I would say i would say actually it's like quite the opposite because you know in nintendo games it was like let's say like four or five levels and then you beat the game that's it the game is over there's no there's not a lot of replayability there um you would have to play the game from scratch if you wanted to play it again but now it's like more is more, more Mm -hmm. is better. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we're going to start with, instead of five levels, it's going to be 50 levels. And then every year we're going to release DLC, which is downloadable content. And Mm -hmm. we're just going to keep these people like hooked on this game. Right, right, right. So it's about more, it's about more. Uh, Like open world games are now a thing, a a major thing, which is like, you can go anywhere and explore and do anything, you know? Do you play those? I do, I do, yes. Um, they're not like my favorite genre because I have a tendency to, I'm a bit of um, I try to unlock everything, you mm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for open world games, I am like committed for uh, like a year, like Breath of the Wild I played all through the pandemic. Um, and that was like a lot of time just playing Zelda's Breath of the Wild, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good time suck for sure yeah um but for me i like uh, i like a lot of jrpgs which is like role-playing games uh and i like platformers those are my favorite games and also our video platformers like super mario brothers it's Mm. like um you like jump across platforms that's oh okay okay so it's like anything that requires like jumping like just flat 2d animation
0: oh okay 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 so you're not so you don't do like the fallout, the, the I don't know. I don't
1: really know that many. Video I games. mean, first of all, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you know fall. I want to know what your video game knowledge is.
0: Okay, okay, okay. The truth is, I have a, the friend that passed away he Mm -hmm. was big into gaming and Mm. he had a podcast about gaming um and so i've listened to all those episodes and so the only thing that i know about but you know this podcast was in 2016 or something this was a while ago Mm -hmm. so the only thing i know are like the ones that that they would talk (laughs) about but i also didn't know what they were talking about in it i would just (laughs) listen to uh, you know to to listen and it was fallout okay uh uh, red on. Red,
1: dead. <laughs> dead.
0: Redemption. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, wait. There's another one. Uh, uh. Oh, fucking cunt! I can't remember what it is. Something machine. Something with the word machine in it.
1: Machine.
0: Um. Uh. No, no, no. Metal. Metal.
1: Yes, yes. Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid. Solid. Yeah. Okay. Metal Gear all, Solid. I mean, those are all huge games. These are like mega, mega games. I'm impressed.
0: Okay. Everybody. Great. Great. I'm very great. Impressed. Great. So wow. you know, I could just call out some titles, yes! but I don't know. And then a friend of mine voices uh, uh, in The Last of Us, voices <gasps> Ellie in The Last of Us. So. Duh. So I know that, but I don't know anything about it other than that it's a video game that <laughs> she plays I mean, the girl in it. A very popular video game.
1: I mean, Ellie is like the, ooh, wow, that's incredible. Wow, wow Yeah. Wow.
0: So wow. that's what I know. I know like titles of video mm-hmm, games, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I did grow up on, so I had, you know, Duck Hunt. I had, you know, I had those in that era. And then I had the original PlayStation
1: Mm-hmm. um
0: so the first game i ever played was the original resident evil and i played it from the beginning all the way through oh. like i just you know got into high school and sort of like stopped playing video games but right. i did play resident evil all the way through uh the oh, original amazing oh
1: yeah i mean resident evil is infamous now for having the worst dialogue of uh, all it is time.
0: If, have you like gone and like YouTubed any of like the little interstitial clips I or whatever it. recently? I
1: love it so much. I They're so good. Oh so my. The
0: voice acting is just horrendous.
1: So awful. It's the so.
0: Dialogue so bad, you know, the whole thing, but it's so nostalgic for me.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And I think that's what like, I love about scary. it. It is. Yeah,
1: there, there are some moments that you're just like, Oh shit damn yeah. okay wow the yeah. the moment where you go up the stairs and you see the zombie for the very first time that cinematic is like i remember being Me fucking terrifying like, what the fuck is
0: this i know wait when you go and it turn and it turns yes. you're talking about yes. that part and he's yeah. like eating yes and he's, he's like, eating oh. and then and he it turns, turns yeah oh. yeah yeah and the music's like hey, hey, hey.
1: one of the best video game moments of all Time. Mm-hmm. don't at me mm-hmm. it's the truth
0: thanks for listening to this preview of a new bonus episode featuring oscar montoya where we talk all things video games how the fuck do you listen watch play you know video games uh to hear the rest of this episode head to patreon.com howthefuck how the fuck where you will also see the full video of the interview along with some other bonus content uh thanks for listening